Hi, everybody, and welcome back to True Time. This week's case is full of crazy, unexpected turns and full of a lot of information. So keep up with us as we tell you the story of Lori Vallow and Chad Daybell. Everybody. Hello, everyone. How do you like that new intro? Whoa. It's a banger. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're just going to scrap this whole podcast. No. <laughs> I like no. that part. So we'd been meaning to change it for a while because. Yeah, it had like a weird laugh at the beginning that you yeah, didn't really howl. ever care for. Yeah. <laughs> so finally took the time. To cut a different piece of the song, yeah, which was a little more, I don't know, not as strange. Cool <laughs> a little beat. more fitting. Yeah. It, it was good when we started in October because it yeah, was we Halloween. Didn't, I didn't think about that, yeah. The song is called Trick or Treat, if you haven't seen it in our uh, description. Mm-hmm. But um, it's got a few other good parts, and I'm glad we finally Yeah, we finally <laughs> snipped it. the part that we actually wanted. Yeah. So, how you doing this week, Dylan? I'm doing swell. Swell. Yeah. It's been a pretty chill week. It has been, yeah. Definitely a lot going on. Yeah. But <laughs> that's life. <laughs> yeah. So what about you? I know that you've been uh, a little busier than I have. Yeah, there's definitely, I would say life right now for us is navigating a new normal yeah that's I mean, a good way to put it we're still pretty newly married and so we have like our own things going on but it's also just you know experiencing things we do together now and mm-hmm. how we incorporate our schedules together yeah it's sort of hard to find a happy middle ground with different schedules like we differ in sometimes our work schedule is mm-hmm. or like when we want to go to the gym, when we want to get like other work done, like when you write the podcast or when I have to study. Or, yeah. So. Yeah. So I think that's really been the only major life update is just, you know, we're learning how to manage our time and work yeah. together. And yeah, we worked on that a lot yesterday talking about those things. Yeah. I think those things are really important to always take a step back and, Realize what you have going on, look at your to-do list, and prioritize what you can get done and feel accomplished. Even getting one thing done a day feels good. Yeah. We were talking about doing the, what is it, hard hard 75? 75 hard. Oh, 75 hard. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to explain that to some people? Yeah. If you're on TikTok, you might have heard of it. That's where I learned about it. But essentially... It's, it has a couple rules. There's, you There's have like to, five rules. Or? Yeah. I think we're going to modify it a little bit, which mm-hmm. I guess, I don't know if you want to call it true 75 hard. It's our version of the challenge, but basically you work out twice a day. Which you, we're going to do that part. Yeah. We're definitely doing that part. And you have to read a certain amount a day. Yeah. They said 10 pages, but we're doing 
like Probably 30 to 45 minutes yeah, 30. of reading. We usually read like almost an hour every night. Yeah. So I'd say like 30 at a minimum, mm-hmm. at least a day, because sometimes we're busy. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I have to study late. Sometimes you have to write the podcast yeah. late. So I'd say minimum 30 minutes. Yeah. And then what else? Oh, drinking a good amount of water. Yeah. There was, we were going to do. I mean, at least one bottle a day for you. Yeah, right? I have a 32-ounce water bottle. I'm a big advocate for um, having a, I think the it's called an emotional support water bottle. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Take it everywhere you go type oh, of thing. That's yeah. the joke. Okay. But, I've um, never heard that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just a joke. But um, yeah, just trying to drink a lot of water. I always feel better. And it's like just like a really easy goal to set for yourself and when you accomplish it it's just like mentally feels good to like be like oh i drank a good amount of water today i'm doing something good for myself so that's one of the goals when we go to the gym we don't have an issue with how much water we drink it's only the (laughs) days that we take a a rest day from Mm -hmm. the gym that like just not as thirsty don't really think about water as much Mm -hmm. and then i wake up the next day and i realize that i didn't drink enough (laughs) water but um the other one to maintain some type of diet. Oh, yeah. Okay. Which looks different for everybody. Yeah. So, diet specific to what your goals are. Mm-hmm. So, And the last goal is to take, like, a progress picture of yourself every day just to, you know, monitor yourself ultimately. Yeah. I mean, I think that's just the end goal is just being really in tune with how I'm feeling and what makes me feel good and what works. That's what I'm hoping to achieve out of this. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so just kind of setting those goals. It's kind of been really heavy on our minds lately, especially with it being the beginning of the year. So yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. I think it's time to go into the story, right? Yes. Sorry, guys. (laughs) (laughs) So this week's case is insane. There's so many people. There's a lot of information. So... I will do my best to make it as clear as possible. I'm sure if Dylan has any questions, he will ask along the way to help clarify anything that I might miss. I got you guys. Here we go. Okay. So this is the story of Lori Vallow and Chad Daybell. And as I just mentioned, this story is full of so many twists and turns with constant tragedy along the way. So to better understand where the case is at currently, it's best to start at the beginning. This case begins in 2018 at an LDS religious conference in St. George, Utah. Okay, well, I'm familiar with that stuff. Yeah. Lori Vallow had come to attend since one of the speakers that day was Chad Daybell. Chad Daybell was a cemetery sexton who became an LDS author and wrote multiple books that were all focused around the topic of doomsday and apocalyptic stories. Like he was actually writing like doomsday was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. From okay. like an LDS standpoint. Okay. Chad Daybell believed that when he was 17 years old, he had a near-death experience while cliff jumping. He claimed that during this, he basically went into another dimension and saw the spirit world. 
Then a few years later, he had another one of these near-death experiences, but this time while he was being smashed into a wave, he claimed that he was talking to his grandfather in the spirit world that showed him what catastrophic events were going to lead to the end of the world. So right off the bat, this guy's a little crazy. Yeah. Not a little. He's crazy. He's crazy. Or he just wants a lot of money. Or there's both tied in together. Yeah, usually. But we, <laughs> but we move on. Kind of hand in hand. With both of these experiences, Chad felt that the veil that separates the mortal world from the spirit world had been essentially torn, and this left him with one foot here and one foot there. According to thesun.com, a book titled The Doomsday Mother, Lori Vallow, Chad Daybell, and the End of an American Family by John Glatt says that Chad called himself a translated being that, quote, possessed powers of teleportation, allowing them to travel through portals and carry out the Lord's work, end quote. <laughs> Sounds like Rick and Morty stuff, like shooting the portal. Yeah. Jumping through. Some other translated beings were apparently wizards, sorcerers, and zombies. <laughs> Just to throw in an extra side note, this man genuinely believed that the spells in Harry Potter could actually be carried out according to the sun.com. Yeah, I'm going to say, sorry. just so you know, there, it's one thing to have religious beliefs. Like, I fully support that and am aware of that. But this man it's took just it insane. too far. What the yeah. <laughs> when What's I read it? that, there's a whole article. It's linked in the case sources. You can read a little bit deeper about it. But All right. Well, yeah. <laughs> let's keep going on because I have nothing to say about this yeah so with these experiences he began writing using the bible the book of mormon and events that he saw to publish his fiction novels even though he stated that nothing he wrote was made up in one of his books titled the great gathering the summary says quote the norths and their extended family notice that many latter-day saints are being deceived by alluring temptations and they wonder how much longer the Lord will allow American society to continue its downward spiral, end quote. Interesting. This book was one of his best-selling. In another series called The Times of Turmoil, the summary says, quote, natural disasters will lead to economic difficulties, leaving the United States on the edge of collapse. During this time of strife, Members of the LDS Church will be invited by their leaders to survive the civil unrest by gathering to holy refugees. End quote. In other books, according to Fox13Now.com, Chad wrote about how the U.S. government was going to require everyone to get microchips implanted into them before China and Russia invades. This guy's just making stuff up. Yeah, he's just making it up. He <laughs> he's lost it. A lot of people question him and these experiences, but in a quote, he stated, quote, I don't fictionalize any of the events portrayed. I'm really not that creative. My torn veil allows information to be downloaded into my brain from the other side. The scenes I am shown are real events that will happen, end quote, according to theinsider.com. There's so many things that I could just like, go off on a tangent but it's just not worth it because yeah yeah you can just hear what avery is saying and just understand something's insane yeah something's not right so i guess we'll just keep 
we'll just keep going. I really don't. Uh, yeah, I just don't want to get into saying all those things. But yeah, yeah. I know that was a lot of me reading, but I just felt it was important to get across how insane this man was. Yeah. In his personal life, Chad Daybell was married to Tammy Daybell, and they lived in Springville, Utah. Together, they had five children and founded Spring Creek Book Company that Chad used to publish his books. In 2015, a voice told him to move him and his family to Rexburg, Idaho, so they did. Lori Vallow lived in Arizona at the time and had three children. Lori was on her fourth marriage. Her firstborn son was with her second husband, and his name was Colby, but he's in his 20s during this story and no longer lived with his mother. Okay. Her second-born child was a girl named Tylee Ryan, and she was 16 or 17 years old, who she had with her third husband. Her third child was adopted by her and her fourth husband named Charles Vallow. Oh, my gosh. His name was Joshua Vallow and went by JJ and was seven years old. He was the biological grandson of Charles Vallow's sister named Kay Woodcock, which meant that Charles and Lori were technically his great uncle and aunt. Interesting. So she <laughs> adopted this kid randomly and somehow no, no, found no, no. out that he's... Oh. She was married to Charles... Uh-huh. And Charles' sister had a grandson. Okay. So when he was a baby, they adopted him. But technically, he's their grandnephew, and they were his great aunt and uncle. Okay. I'm terrible with this whole family tree. I know. Stuff, it's so. kind of confusing. I'm trying to break it down the best I can. But essentially, that jo- Joshua or JJ is the grandnephew of Lori and Charles. But... He's from Charles' side of the family. Okay. Okay. So Charles Vallow also had two other sons from a previous marriage, just to mention that. And Charles had converted to becoming a member of the LDS church for Lori. Together, they briefly moved to Hawaii in 2014 and had a small business, but moved to Arizona sometime between 2016 and 2017, according to EastIdahoNews.com. Okay. Sometime in 2015 is when Lori read one of Chad's series titled Standing in Holy Places and became obsessed with his beliefs and the whole doomsday thing. Oh, no. So now we're back to 2018. Mm Mm-hmm. Preparing a people conference that Lori attended with her friend Melanie Gibb is where we're at now. Okay. After listening to Chad speak, Lori finally met the man she had been listening to and reading about for years. After speaking, Chad told Lori they had been married in seven previous lifetimes. (laughs) Soon they began texting privately, plotting a life that would end so many others. Wait, plotting a life that would end so many others? End so many others' lives? Like kill other people? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Chad texted Lori in a way that sounded like one of his books, but he changed their names to James and Elena. According to thesun.com, some of the texts read, quote, Friday morning, October 26th, driving south on the freeway. A voice said, 
You will meet an extraordinary woman today who will change your life forever, end quote. Another said, quote, when their hands touched, he felt a shock pass through him and his heart started beating fast. Elena was gorgeous and vivacious and James was a little intimidated yet honored that she would talk to him, end quote. He must have been rubbing his feet on the carpet a little too hard before he touched her. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh, since they maintained their communication a few months later on December 5th, 2018, they appeared on a Preparing the People podcast episode titled Time to Warrior Up Together. <laughs> With all the time Chad and Lori began spending together discussing their beliefs, Lori's husband Charles had had enough of it all. On February 8th, 2019, Charles Vallow filed for divorce and for custody of JJ. Mm. JJ had autism, so Charles was extremely worried for his safety and how rapidly Lori was changing into a completely different person and threatening violence. Oh, God. He stated in court documents that Lori believed, quote, she was a god assigned to carry out the work of the 144,000 at Christ's second coming in July 2020, and that if Charles got in the way of her mission, she would murder him, end quote. Oh, my God. According to people.com. Yeah. That's crazy. Like, she complete shift of, like, thoughts and how, or whatever she's saying. I don't mm -hmm. know what she's believing in. Just yeah. his books? Like, that's what he writes in his books, that they're... Yeah. The hell during the divorce proceedings Lori just took thousands of dollars and went to hawaii for almost two months according to eastidahonews.com eventually charles would call off the divorce though to attempt to reconcile their marriage however on july 11th 2019 charles vallow at 63 was shot and killed by Lori vallow's brother named alex cox why? Alex Cox claimed it was self-defense and that Charles had hit him in the head with a baseball bat first, and that's why he got his gun out and shot him multiple times. What the heck? I'm so confused. So I thought she was going to be the one that killed him. Yeah. I mean. Did she get, like, her brother in on her crazy beliefs? Like, they started Yes, cult, they shared much? the belief, the same beliefs. So that's okay. how we're... It'll all unravel and connect, but this yeah, is sorry. just the beginning. I'm, I'm jumping ahead. No, you're I'm good. You're making the correct connections, but like it'll all tie together soon. Yeah. Shortly after this, Lori quickly relocated with her kids and Alex to Rexburg, Idaho in September of 2019. Lori's other brothers began questioning her choices and lifestyle after Charles was killed. Her brother, Adam Cox, told abcnews.com that she had told him she'd spoken directly to Jesus and that she could not die. Oh, my God. He said, quote, I looked at her and she looked at me and I was like, Lori, what you're saying is not true. This is nonsense. And she goes, you think I'm crazy, don't you? End quote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kinda. He said that after that conversation is when she tried to cut off her personal relationship with him. When he went to their mom to ask her about Lori and how they could get her help, their mom's response was, quote, well, she's never said that to me. I never heard her say that, end quote, according to abcnews.com. The heck? Exactly. Okay. Like, why wouldn't you want to help your daughter? I don't know. 
Adam had also tried to set up an intervention for Lori with Charles, but since he was killed by their other brother, Alex, it never happened. On September 8th, 2019, Lori, Alex, Tylee, and JJ visited Yellowstone National Park. This would be the last time anyone would see Tylee. September 8th was also the same day that Chad Daybell increased his wife Tammy's life insurance to the maximum amount on the policy, according to EastIdahoNews.com. Oh, my God. Lori had enrolled JJ in school at the beginning of September in Rexburg, but by the end of the month, she called the school and said she would be homeschooling him from now on. September 22nd was the last time JJ was seen alive in their apartment. On October 9th, another unsettling event occurred. Tammy Daybell called 911 because she had been shot at in her driveway by a masked man with a paintball gun. The heck? It would be exactly 10 days later when another 911 call would be made, but this time by Chad. He said that Tammy had a cough the night before and died in her sleep, and the police ruled her death to be due to natural causes. When asked if he wanted an autopsy done, he declined. She was buried in the Springville Cemetery in Utah. The they one didn't Chad ask any more questions? At. No. Because at this point, they haven't connected Lori or Chad together. Okay, but I thought they always do an autopsy. No. Not always. <sighs> I forget. Okay. Mm-hmm. How many people have died so far? Two. So her ex, or not her ex-husband, he tried her, to the yeah, like her husband, yeah, her husband and his wife. His wife. Okay. It only took three weeks, but on November 5th, Chad and Lori got married on the beach in Hawaii. Oh my. Lori had purchased her wedding ring on Amazon for $35.99 using Charles Vallow's account her dead husband, exactly 17 days before Tammy Daybell passed away, according to allthatinteresting.com. It would also come out eventually that the masked man who had shot at Tammy before she passed away was Alex Cox, Lori's brother. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So he didn't go to jail or prison or anything for killing her husband? No, because he claimed it was self-defense. And the kids were there and Lori was there. And they all said the Mm. same thing. But eventually more information comes out as the story goes on. And they realize stories were different. And all the answers kind of become clear. Okay. So now Chad and Lori are married in Hawaii. And in one of their wedding pictures, they're smiling and dancing, and it's so messed up. Yeah. None of their friends or family knew they did this, but they had been lying up to this point to various family members and friends. For example, the people who knew about Lori's daughter, Tylee, they had been telling them that she passed away a year prior to them getting married. And for people who didn't know Lori had children... They told them she just didn't have any. Oh, my God. By November 26, JJ's grandparents were getting concerned since they hadn't seen or heard from him in months, along with Tylee. 
so they called the police and asked them to conduct a welfare check at their home. When the police came by, Tylee and JJ were nowhere to be found, but Lori told police they were staying in Arizona with her friend Melanie Gibb, the same friend who attended the religious conference with her. Mm-hmm. When police came back to the home the next day with a search warrant, Chad and Lori were gone, and they had both gotten on a plane and went back to Hawaii. Shortly after, Melanie Gibb contacted the Rexburg Police Department and told them that Chad and Lori had called her and asked her to lie about JJ and Tylee's location for them. JJ's grandparents posted a $20,000 reward for any information. Oh, damn. Mm -hmm. A few weeks later, Alex Cox was found dead due to a blood clot. The brother. Yeah, yeah. Just randomly. So that one's for real. Like he actually had a blood clot. They confirmed I that? I guess so. Yeah, it was confirmed. He okay. died from a pulmonary embolism due to a blood clot in his lungs. You're so stressed about killing people. I guess. It's I. It's unbelievable. It's just insane. There's so much death already. In- I know. So with another strange death added to the surroundings of Lori and Chad, Tammy's body was also recovered and an autopsy report was completed, but the results have not been made public yet. That was his wife. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I read that some of the rumors are she died due to asphyxiation. Just suffocation. Yeah, like a pillow. Strangulation perfect. type of thing. Yeah. So by December 20th, JJ and Tylee are officially announced as missing. The Rexburg Police Department and the FBI began searching the home and a storage unit Lori Vallow had and began collecting as much evidence as possible to help them find the children. Colby Ryan, Lori's firstborn son, even posted a seven-minute video on YouTube asking her to safely return his siblings. Mm-hmm. On January 25th, the Kauai Police Department gave Lori and Chad a notice that they had five days to produce J.J. and Tylee to the Rexburg Police Department, but of course the deadline passed and the children are still nowhere to be found. Mm. By February, Lori was arrested for two felony counts of desertion and non-support of dependent children. She was also charged with resisting or obstructing officers, criminal solicitation to commit a crime, and contempt of court, willful disobedience of court process or order, according to eastidahonews.com. It's a lot of stuff. Yeah, it's a lot. On June 9th, 2020, is when the search for JJ and Tylee came to an end. According to abcnews.com, a forensic examination of Alex Cox's phone showed his locations around the time of Tylee and JJ's disappearances to be in the backyard of Chad Daybell. Oh my. It was there that the police found the remains of Tylee and JJ. In his backyard? Yeah. And Alex killed them too? Was a part of it, yeah. At least. (sighs) Tylee's body had been burned and dismembered. What the... Oh, like after, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I was going to say, they like burned her alive, but no, I get what you're saying. Like, like they tried to yeah, take her. Yeah. yeah, okay. JJ had been covered in plastic and plastic bags and bound by duct tape. These people are so messed up. Mm-hmm. 
Around the time of Tylee's disappearance, a text was also found from Chad to Lori that he had shot a raccoon and buried in the backyard as some type of weird code. Yeah. Yeah. Neighbors also told investigators they remembered multiple bonfires during the time. It would come out in court documents that they believed JJ and Tylee had become zombies and the only way to free them of the dark spirit was to end their lives. What the hell is happening? Mm-hmm. They... Lost it. <sighs> They're watching way too much Walking Dead. <laughs> Chad was arrested after the discoveries, and since both have been charged with first-degree murder and conspiracy to commit first-degree murder of JJ and Tylee. Chad was also charged with murder against his wife, Tammy, And Lori was also charged with conspiracy to commit first-degree murder against her husband, Charles Vallow. Her brother, Alex, would have been charged as well if he hadn't died in December of 2019. Oh, yeah. I forgot that he died. Mm -hmm. Both of their trials are set for 2023. And if Chad is found guilty, he will get the death penalty. But he has pleaded not guilty. And as of right now, Lori has been deemed unfit to stand trial and is staying in a mental health treatment facility. How is uh, how is she mentally unfit? But he's not. He's the he's the one that started all this. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. I think they should just both be punished the same way. Like, yeah, they both hold the same beliefs. They were both in like doing this together i don't see how one is more mentally unfit than the other Mm -hmm. that seems strange to me yeah there's so much to it and there's so many more tiny details it's a lot to like read through and sort through and understand but that's kind of just yeah there's so much that happened all their charges and everything that's happened since because the technical trial hasn't happened yet but like they've already lost like Lori lost her attorneys and has had to get another one and they've had to move locations and they're trying to dismiss the trial i don't know there's so many things that are happening yeah and it's really confusing and complicated but that's just like well this is such a crazy case yeah it's insane so just like a brief summary of how i understood this she was married four times Mm -hmm. she had three kids Mm mm-hmm one adopted. Yes. And that was the youngest. Mm-hmm. JJ? Yep. He had autism. Mm-hmm. Okay. The dude, Chad, he was only married once. Yes. Had one kid? Five kids. Oh. Yeah. Five. Five. And what happened to them? So they must have been older because they're not really mentioned at all in the story. Oh yeah, because he's like sixty something, isn't uh, he? Uh, I don't 50? know how Chad, how old Chad is. I said Char- Charles was older. Charles. Oh, that was her husband. Yeah, I know his age was sixty three. It's I think Lori is currently forty eight. Oh, so she was a lot younger. And he wasn't. He's maybe like in his fifties. I don't have the exact age. It's because mm-hmm. like it'll say something in the article like in 2018 or 2019 when this stuff was happening but they're obviously a few years older now mm-hmm. so but he had five kids and i'm guessing they were just all older because they're not really mentioned as like 
living with the family anymore. Yeah, so they or never anything. really talked about the children because mm-hmm. they didn't have anything to do with the story because they weren't living there. Yeah. Okay. So that's sort of the family background. And then she has her brother kill her husband, but says it's self-defense. Yeah. And then what was going on with that? You said there's more behind that as well. Like the story oh, well, you were asking me about how you thought it might have been her. And that's why she only has conspiracy to commit first degree murder because I think it was messages or something along those lines that were found where they were both like, oh, if this situation happens, you would do it. If this situation happens, I would do it. Okay. So it was kind of like either she knew about it. Person, one they were or the planning other. on doing it. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Just kind of however it played out, however it worked out, one or the other was going to do it. Yeah. It just ended up being him in the situation who did it okay so yeah so that happened killed the husband mm-hmm. and that dude chad uh killed his wife pretty much like yeah asphyxi- asphyxiation yeah asphyxi- oh my gosh i can't say that word was it asphyxiation asphyxiation <laughs> Asphyxi- okay so that happened uh-huh but they deemed it as natural causes because they didn't look into it yeah and then they got married like three weeks after, mm-hmm. moved to Hawaii, their yep. kids are missing. Mm-hmm. Then all that stuff happens. They find out that they killed them. Yeah. It's a lot. That was so confusing at first. Like there were so many names going on. I know. I know. That's It's just one thing after the other, person after the other. It's insane. It was a lot to like digest and like yeah. put onto paper. Yeah. And way that i could understand it so yeah, i mean even you breaking it down made it hard like even still hard to yeah follow because there's so many names so much tied in together yeah i've done i think this is the case i've done the most reading for <laughs> yeah that was crazy it was insane just to understand and everything like that gosh there's multiple levels of crazy that we've seen in this podcast like mm-hmm. there's a crazy of just people like angry like resentful like just mad angry disgusting minds like i just want to take things out on other people and then there's this kind of crazy where you're just delusional yeah you think you're god and you think you have a purpose you think you're in multiple dimensions and they're zombies yeah it's just what (laughs) that doesn't make sense like i've you know learned about the lds faith i know you have living in utah and Mm -hmm. That is not what they believe. <laughs> like, yeah. That is just not, I don't even know how he was That's supported. Way out there. Like yeah. that, that is just. I guess there's extremist point of views of in course. every religion that is or true. belief or yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's true. So he was just way on the far end of the spectrum. Yeah. And the sad thing is, you can still buy his books on Amazon and stuff. I was about to say, I sort of want to read it and see Mm-mm. what the hell this guy says. Do not support that man. Yeah, that's true. Find a free online version if you're that interested. But well, actually, an interesting part about that and the reason why I read so many excerpts from his books, like the summaries, Mm -hmm. is because a lot of true crime community members have been reading the books to see if there are clues because a lot of his stories, he says some of them like are loosely based on family and everything like that. Mm -hmm. So people were reading to see if they could find any information in them you say at some point their messages were similar to some stuff in the books but the names changed yeah like 
Basically, the way he was texting her was like a romance novel oh, he I was see. writing. Okay. But it was really just I their, I don't know if you want to call it love story, whatever their version of love is, but that's what he was sending to her privately. Their delusional meeting. Yeah. Whatever. I don't mm-hmm. know. There's even a video in one of the case sources that I'll have linked where you watch the moment they met. Because he's speaking and her like face is in the crowd and you mm-hmm. can just see them and it's it's just not it doesn't feel right. I want to see what they look like. Yeah, I'll show you, mm-hmm. and I'll have quite a few pictures posted because there's a lot of people in this story, and there's quite a few pictures of everybody. Yeah, if you guys want to see those pictures, we post or Avery posts all the pictures on Instagram and the Facebook page. Yep. So the Instagram and Facebook page are linked, so they're at True Time Podcast. If you want to check those out, she posts all the pictures and then within the like bio of our podcast post is all the links to the sources, the case. Yeah. So in the description on yeah. the podcast episode. I don't know why I said bio. Yeah. Description. It's like the I'm same having thing. a hard time talking today. <laughs> it's okay. I can't say words. <laughs> My sentences don't make the most sense. So it's okay. We're struggling. It makes sense to me. That's. Well, I mean, we live together. It's probably, <laughs> I can grunt and you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. But yeah, so their trial hasn't happened yet, but I guess we'll just see. More and more uncovers every day. Like the case source I was reading about her brother talking about his experiences with his sister and everything. That only came out a couple of days ago. So oh, so it's super recent. Still super recent. Okay. Well. This was a crazy story. Yeah, and really sad. I cannot imagine your children. Yeah. And, like, there's videos of them in Hawaii after they've been served. Like, nothing's happened. Yeah, like, they literally are walking, and this reporter's in their face, like, where's your kids? Let let us know they're okay. Like, this is your chance. People are praying. She's like, that's great. And they're like, where are your kids? And they're just walking into like, She's like a resort. She's like, to me, I am God. I guess. Like, I just, how you could act so calm and smile and happy. And he's like, let me step into the other dimension and talk to them real quick. Yeah. I'll let you know how they're doing. Yeah. We saved them type of mentality. It's yeah. disgusting. Those poor, poor kids. They were so young. And they did not deserve that. Like, there's so many other solutions. It's yeah, I don't just, think her husband and his wife deserve that either. It's, no, especially them, because they were good people. Like, From what we know. Yeah. You can't draw too many conclusions, but... That's true. I mean, I know there are issues in marriages and everything, but, like, Charles has documented no one, yeah, evidence yeah. of him wanting to get his wife help. Like, there's a video of him talking to police, begging. Like, it's about, like, six months before he's murdered, begging for them to take her to a mental health facility and that she needs help and stuff. And now she can't be on trial because they know she's Because now she's in one. But in yeah. the moment, they're like, oh, we can't deem her that way. We're going <laughs> to let her go. There's so many stupid things that we see with, like, law in the past that, like, people just get screwed over in the moment and then something actually happens and then they take the wrong, like, measures. Yeah. Something that should have been done in the past, they're now doing, but now it's sort of wrong. Like She doesn't need to be in a mental facility now. They didn't take her before. Yeah, exactly. Send her to prison. Yeah, for life. They'll either get life or death. Nothing less. Well, now we're going to do the question of the day. And uh, we were just going to ask, 
what is your hobby or hobbies? A lot of people have many hobbies. A lot of people have one hobby. A lot of people don't have time for hobbies. Dylan loves hobbies. (laughs) (laughs) So what is your one or many or no hobbies? Um, hmm. I would say, I guess I have a couple, but I don't think it's anything that spectacular or unique. (laughs) Um, well, currently podcasting is a big hobby of mine. It is. It's been fun too. Yeah, it has been really fun. And I've learned a lot while doing it. We actually have. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Anything on the technical side, research side, law side. There's been a lot of information I've learned. So that's been kind of fun. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of a hobby for now. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I would say like, My more normal ones are, I really enjoy cooking, but especially baking. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to do when you're super, super busy, but I've been getting in. Do a diet. Yeah. (laughs) But I have been trying to bake, try to learn how to bake healthy recipes or stuff like that, that I kind of enjoy because I do love sweet treats. So yes, (laughs) I don't know. I've just been experimenting. That's been pretty fun. And then I really have been enjoying getting back into reading more, making that a hobby instead of like a chore. Yeah. So that's been a good one of mine. And yeah, I would say that's kind of a good little summary of what I like to do right now. Yeah. What about you? Um, I'd say a big one is it's called extreme sports, but I don't do it do it in an extreme way but uh <laughs> i don't know snowboarding is a big one that i've been able to get back into this year if you heard our other podcast we were recently in austria snowboarding in the alps avery was skiing um i'd say i mean with school right now i don't really have as many as i used See, to it's hard i know but mine is also reading we've been reading quite a bit lately mm-hmm. um and it used to be Video games, but I'm trying to cut that out. Like, I'm pretty much... Well, I did delete all my video games today. Wow. Yeah. You did it. I did it. <laughs> I always just feel so much better when I don't play video games. I went on, like, a six-month streak of not one video game when I was school and stuff, and felt a lot better in life. Yeah. And then working out is a big one. Yeah. I'd say physical fitness... We are doing that on the daily. Yeah. Dylan got me into that. I, I was lightly active. I mean, I used to dance a lot. I got a minor in dance in college, which kept me pretty active, but I did not hit the gym. Yeah. So now that's a new a new thing for me. Yeah. And that's a building computers. Is one oh, that yeah. That's a good one for you. I haven't done that in a little bit because I... Whenever I moved to Germany, I built one, so I haven't really had to do another. Or I did one for my friend, too, not too long ago. And I recently built a NAS, so a network-attached storage. So that's sort of like on the computer side. And then I'm also thinking about a switch next. So <laughs> News to me. So I'm starting to build my arsenal. Yeah. So first it was just uh, gaming computers. Now I just recently did a NAS and then looking at a switch. So that would be fun. Yeah. But yeah. So let us know what your hobbies are. 
Yeah, I know a lot of people do some really cool things. Yeah, I wish so. mine were more interesting. <laughs> Yours are pretty interesting. You have a whole podcast. Yeah, I guess that is my one fun fact. That's a, that's a pretty good one. <laughs> it is a really good one. I love being able to do this. We're I, everywhere. We're on Apple Podcasts. I know. It's crazy. To my think hobbies about. everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it but. is really funny to think about like in your mind like, oh, I have a podcast. How cool. Yeah, it sounds like when you don't do it at first, like when we were talking about it, it sounds like so prestigious. Yeah. And then you just sit in your basement and talk. <laughs> this is pretty normal. Yeah. Anybody can do it. If you're thinking about starting a podcast, let me know. I'll send you all the info because it's actually pretty easy to do. It's expensive. It's expensive. It is definitely an investment. That was definitely the one thing I was going to add. Yeah. But if you want any advice, let me know and I will give you all the info. Yeah, for sure. We're down to help anyone. Of course. All right, guys. Well, thank you so, so much for listening. If you've made it this far, please, if you wouldn't mind doing us a really big favor. And I don't know if it's on every podcast listening platform, but I know at least Apple has a review area if you want to give us a rating. Only five stars preferably only five stars i've seen we've gotten some four stars so if you have any recommendations <laughs> for improvements please let me know yeah. but give us a rating if you feel like writing a review that would be awesome too it will really help us kind of be able to turn this hobby into kind of my dream career also talk about where to follow Oh, yes. This is usually Dylan's line, but if you want to follow us and see, as we mentioned, all the pictures, I know we told you guys, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook is all True Time Podcast, and if you want to see what I'm up to, and usually Dylan's on there with me, my Instagram and TikTok are Avery E. Hamill. Yes. Go check them out for sure. Uh, we'd like, or Avery's made a goal to start doing that stuff more, and we've already started doing some personal yeah so. i love the lifestyle content it gives me a nice break from true crime so yeah come on over and talk to me and we'll go from there all righty so i hope you all have a wonderful and safe week all right goodbye everyone bye <laughs>